Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 99 of the old, uh, of the Distraction Pieces podcast, isn't it? Yeah? Ah. I'm Scroobius Pip. Thank you for tuning in. I got two guests this week and they were an absolute joy. They were both quite nervous about it beforehand because they're not really into, into, into doing press. And as soon as you start listening, you, you'll be able to tell why i just they were lovely and they're wonderful they're two of my favorite people david earl and joe wilkinson now david earl has many comedy pseudonyms and characters um brian gittins and steve cumberland are two of combo are two of uh my absolute favorite comedy characters ever made and joe, and joe wilkinson of course was dan in uh, in him and her which i think is a hugely underrated series and is a regular um as rachel as the beautiful rachel riley's assistant on countdown on eight out of ten cats does countdown i should mention speech development records.com that's where you can go to support the uh the podcast and the label the king blues vinyl is back in stock at last thank god um not not back in stock in stock initially that took a while blood red king blues vinyl it's beautiful order that there's also tons of great stuff in there there's great uh, music and merch from stage francis b dolan a war and peace polar bear Giacomo brown and my good self i got stuff on there a loads of stuff tons of merch tons of beautiful things We're working on some stickers and i'm recording this a little bit in advance hopefully when this comes out i'll have my new cap available because a lot of you were feeling that i did a video called no whimpers a new song recently and i wore the cap in it and people are like, where the fuck is that hat that's amazing i want it so that'll be out soon but yeah in general you can buy distraction pieces podcast merch uh team 3w welcome 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 anyway on with this podcast yeah i love these two guys i was very excited to have them on i've been i've asked them both on in the past um and they're both kind of not got round to it they both basically said it'll be the worst podcast you've ever had but now they have a new tv show to promote and they could come on together i managed to twist their arms into coming on and they were absolute delights i think they're hilarious and wonderful and i've watched the first episode of rovers which starts soon on sky one um and it was it was great i love it it's about um i mean we talk about all this so i shouldn't go into it, but it's about a, a non-league football team essentially um and all the weird characters at that ground um also it bears it bears mentioning of course i uh, how could i forget this that we launched a new pod podcast on the network last week pod worse brat worse podcast on the network last week called say why to drugs with dr Susie gage and it got an appropriately huge reaction so thank you very much for that um yeah absolutely amazing each episode Susie, like i'm on the first five episodes and each episode she sits down and we discuss a different recreational drug each week and she gives the facts and she dispels myths again sometimes it's dispelling anti-drug propaganda sometimes it's dispelling pro-drug propaganda it talks about and and you have that both ways you have stuff saying the evils of weed for example and she'll talk about that and which ones are true and which ones aren't but but then equally, again, this isn't pro or anti, it's just, it's facts. I shall equally talk about all the things of, oh, uh, a, a, a glass of red wine a day is really good, for, and all this kind of thing. And it's like, the, there's a lot of pro-alcohol stuff that isn't accurate, and there's anti-alcohol stuff that isn't accurate. So yeah, that's the basis of this podcast, Say Why to Drugs with Dr. Susie Gage. I urge you to download, subscribe, and get involved and support the Distraction Pieces Network.
But yeah, check that out. Also, obviously, Tuesday Night Jaw. I'm back on Tuesday Night Jaw at last. So yeah, um, that was pleasing and that's exciting. So check Tuesday Night Jaw out. Check out Say Why to Drugs with Dr. Susie Gage. Tuesday Night Jaw with Jim Smallman and Say Why to Drugs with Dr. Susie Gage. All on the Distraction Pieces Network. And this week, all featuring me. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Um, I'll be back at the end to maybe tell you who the guest is for the 100th episode of the Distraction Pieces podcast. This is episode 99 with David L and Joe Wilkinson. This piece of fiction is the intro to Distraction this piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. This piece of fiction is the intro to destruction. What's it like? It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. So, so. Yeah. I think I, I think I got that. I think we started <laughs> rolling just as you spotted his ass crack. So, uh, and you that, said you don't edit. No, we don't Smashing. edit. So that's the perfect start. Um, I'm joined today by Joe Wilkinson and, uh, and David Earl. This is the first time I've called you. David Earl. Like when we toured together, I would only refer to you as Brian as yeah. best I could because yeah. I'm like that with people. Like DJ Yoda hates me calling him Yoda because he doesn't like his name, but it's all I'll call him. <laughs> I won't call him Duncan. <laughs> Fucking Duncan. Well, I, I did Duncan. It. Here we go. I've got an anecdote straight away. Straight off the bat with an anecdote. <laughs> so your confidence is up now. Welcome. I'll save it. It's not good. <laughs> go in. Let's <laughs> have your anecdote. Come on. Uh, I did this gig in uh, Brighton when I first started and uh, I emailed the promoter. I said, look, my name's David. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> can I be called David, please? <laughs> Not Brian. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine, absolutely fine. So I got to the gig and she put a poster on the walls, please call Brian David, everyone. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's big, that's intense. That's Come on, mate. The pressure on. Needed a bit more from that. No, that was a great <laughs> anecdote. <laughs> I, was really pa- I was a bit panicking because I knew where it was going. <laughs> Would it be possible for you to pop that in an email? Just so I, could... I was hoping it oh, added so... <laughs> oh, just, just so I can appreciate it properly. Um, uh, basically, put date. a poster on the wall. Yeah. Excellent, classic oh, poster God. anecdote. Tick that off. Um, <laughs> a long hour, this, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, you're both here today because you've got a TV show coming out. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get into... I always kind of talk about how you started and other things over your career, but let's let's kick straight off with Rovers. How, how's it been, putting it together? And what was the starting point and where did you, it, you go with it? Um, we It's been amazing. And uh, it's been like... A, bit of a dream come true to do a sitcom it's on sky right and, sky and they one, seem yeah. to be doing really good at just getting b- b- new british sitcoms and pushing them through and and, and making them. there's been a, f- a, f- a few over the last year yeah um that i think yeah it's it, it's not something I've, i knew particularly of sky in the past but they seem to be at a point where they want to get good new british comedy and make and make a sh- a sh- a shows with a sh- them. I think they're shit shows. No, 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 no shows. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> and, and, make, and make bad television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's yeah. why they no they they've been brilliant to work, haven't they? Yeah, they've they been, have. Yeah. Um, really, kind of given us free reign. And it's helped having Craig behind it. Yeah, um, Craig Cash. Craig yeah. Cash. 
So, so who came up with the idea? It's, it's, it's about a non-league football team, which is a beautiful thing to focus on because the beauty of if anyone listening has ever been to see any non-league football, yeah. they'll see how realistic all the ridiculous characters are in, yeah. in in this. But if you haven't, then you'll just feel this is clearly people aren't really I like this. But if it, it felt hilarious, but as, as said, it felt I've seen all of them characters at yeah at, 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 at local football and things well, yeah, like that. Yeah, we, we try to make it as well. We, we, everyone's based on someone we know, yeah. and uh, we try to make it as realistic as possible because. When you're writing something, which potentially a lot of, hopefully a lot of football fans will watch. Yeah. But you don't think anyone's going to, you don't think it's going to get made. No, no. The the main guy's named after my decorator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm kind of Yeah, I kind of forgot to change that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, call call him Meat Pots. (laughs) (laughs) He must have been honoured to get that. Yeah, yeah. Does he know? No, no, he's left. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. So so whose idea was it and how did the the process worked together like like between the two of you well, well I, I was I was on holiday and uh, having some cheese and bread excellent. and uh, I thought I said to my wife I might text Joe Wilkinson see if he wants to write a sitcom and I did <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh, and he did he really did <laughs> I said I'd, yeah I'd absolutely love to <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, so we got with the first idea we came up with was kind of like it was on a pier Right, so it's cafe on a pier, and we thought. I actually spoke to a Rupert Magendi. He said, it "Hasn't got a hook, guys." <laughs> yeah, and it's already been done. Yeah, and um, oh. and uh, so we're watching a man into the other room. It's it's sort of distracted. Us. Podcast gold. <laughs> yeah, and um, so yeah, I don't know how we came up with that. Well, because well, we had we we sort of had some characters from from the first idea, didn't we? And yeah, then, and then um, we kind of started because I don't know when you're writing stuff, you end up talking for about two hours about what you have for breakfast or whatever. Yeah. So most mornings we'd talk about football. Yeah. And I guess we sort of went, well, the only thing, the only other thing we <laughs> like. I know about. <laughs> it's football. Know like. football. The only things we talk about are football and, and comedy. Ladies. No, I'm, you know, chicks. Yeah. Um, chicks and cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Chicks and Game Boys. <laughs> and uh, so we're like, well, then it sort of just, you know, you sort of go, oh, yeah. And then you go, oh, we could, and you sort of go, oh, there's nothing in it. And you could, I don't know how we do it. And then eventually you sort of, you know, you stumble on stuff, don't yeah. you? You know, I'd love to say there was a sort of, we'd had this seed of an idea. We hadn't, we had nothing. You had some characters. And, and you don't know what you're doing. I've well, never written no. anything before, so it's. That's amazing. Them, right? It's the first well, thing we were like, it's actually got made oh, and turned into something. Well, I mean, we made the first, the pilot, which they liked. We just thought we'd hit treble 20 straight away. Yeah. We yeah. thought the next yeah. script was going to... Well, we said, you know, we, you sort of go into it and go, well, if you if you sort of analyse what the chances of stuff getting made, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do anything, would you? Yeah, yeah. You'd just sit at home going, oh, it's pointless. It's not yeah. worth it. But then we sort of have got a bit fascinated about how how lucky we've got to actually get something away Yeah. when you kind of do the sort of maths on, on how hard it is. So we kind of, um, yeah, we, we feel like... We we got really lucky, but Sky and Craig really Craig sort of we sent it to him, didn't we? And he he got back to us and said he liked it. And we were like, well, that'll do. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think it would go any further than that. It's like that's that. Yeah, frame, it, frame that. It wasn't a waste of time. No, exactly. Yeah. Now we can get back to our lives. Yeah, we, we called the radio commentator Owen Niblock. <laughs> yeah, which is a, a guy and that seemed to win him round. Yeah, that. <laughs> That was, yeah, yeah, that's what he said, didn't he? He goes, oh, I thought I'd like it because you called the radio guy a oh, niblock. <laughs> that was only by chance. <laughs> that won him over, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I like about it as, as, as well is 
that it really, I mean, it, I'd never thought about the kind of mentality that you have to have to be a Sunday league or, or, or a, a small football club for, for football sport and turn up each week and chant and sing. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. uh, if you're at Old Trafford and yeah. there's tens of thousands of yeah. people singing, it's easy to have that bravado and, and get in it. But if you're standing on the sidelines it's and no one else it. is singing, it's just you going... Go! Yeah. Hey, go! Yeah. What was the game we were at? We went uh, to see Scrinston against Whitstable. Um, uh, Whitstable. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Classic. Well, everyone. Yeah. You were probably there. But everyone there were like eight match. blokes in the it corner, just amazing. battered. Yeah. Sung for ninety minutes, didn't they? Oh, we are the Oyster Boys. <laughs> oyster go. Boys. Oyster Boys. <laughs> like that. For ninety minutes, and we were like, and it was. That's why they were in the distance, weren't we? We were like, oh, they look a bit leery over there. And then <laughs> we're sort of going, oh, God, I don't like the look at them, because they're in the distance. And then got up close, just a bunch of middle-aged men, plumbers and, yeah. you know, just normal blokes who just for 90 minutes have been going... Oh, oh the Oyster Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Oyster Boys. You know the Oyster Boys. Everyone knows the Oyster Boys. ridiculous. We're like, that's just insane. <laughs> Amazing. So, so when you were writing, every time I try and write anything, any time there's a cool character... I'm instantly thinking, I'll play that. Because um, that's how you write. <laughs> yeah. And you've, I mean, cool character is the loose term, but you have given yourselves the cool characters. <laughs> it is, it's loose, isn't it? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Comparatively, Comparatively to, yeah. they are the cool characters. Well, they are the ones that are a bit... That's not why... I'm, they're kind of, of looking down at everyone and being a bit, yeah. a bit cool. And, and So how was that? How was that thinking, <laughs> this, is our, this is our slot here? Well, I, thought, I thought they were like the biggest knobs. Because <laughs> if, if you're walking into a club with 11 people thinking... Strutting in. Strutting in, you've got some serious issues. That's it. That's the, be- <laughs> that's the beauty of it. It, 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 it struck me as, as a very um, small-town British version of that scene in Days and Confused where... where where Matthew McConaughey struts in and they're playing <laughs> The Hurricane by by Bob Dylan and it's the coolest slow motion bit and the comparison thing was, was you two bowling in with, <laughs> yeah. with your leather jackets on or whatever. Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. a lot of denim. All right, guys, <laughs> in your denim. Have you seen American Movie? Yes. Well, it's based on Mike and Mark. Right. It's kind of loosely based. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So the hair and the beard and the, um, the denim. Yeah. And, yeah. You've, and, you, we, and you've gone for a goatee yeah, in this one. Go, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Was that a big decision? Was that a... It was a big decision. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just felt sexy, didn't yeah. you, with the goatee? But, uh, I mean, all, in truth, we didn't give our characters much thought. <laughs> well, the, the truth of it, we shouldn't probably say this, but we'd got so caught up in all the all the detail of, of, of the show. You know, we were worrying about the script and yeah. how, you know... At, all, all these hundred things you have to do in the first week, and then it was like, okay, guys, you're up next. <laughs> and we both went, what? oh, what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, you strut, <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. you strut, <laughs> just strut. <laughs> I can't just strut, just strut. <laughs> and the characters were born <laughs> through perfect. panic yeah. <laughs> because you've played um, brothers before in in Derek, of, yeah, of yeah. course, and you were yeah. Kev in. in yeah. As, as regular, and you came in 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 the second series, was it? Was uh, it yes. The, yeah. As as is as is even more yeah. broken and creepy. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, yeah. A, a, Cliff. a brother, so Cliff. 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 Yeah. I'm glad that you struggled to think of his name because I was thinking, oh shit, I can't think of his name. So if you can't even remember, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. feel too bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm 41. <laughs> so, yeah. so how was that? And and how was it to be in in Derek? Because because. Um, Ricky is is a fan of you and has been a fan of, of yeah. I believe he was a fan of Gittins as a character for yeah. a long time, wasn't he? And basically put Gittins in 
in Cemetery Junction, right? It was a, a, effectively... Well, the first thing I did was... I did... It's really weird. I did... Um, I was writing on a website, Jim Field Smith's website. Yeah. You know Jim Field Smith? No. Uh, he did directed Stag and... He was oh, in... Right. Um, he was in, originally, he was in Dutch Elm, wasn't he? Yeah. Right, yeah. And it, but I was writing for him, and, <clears throat> so I made this uh, short film about um, a monster hunter. Yeah. And uh, he said, I'll send it to my agent. So I sent it to his agent, and Ricky and Steve were in the room when he received oh, wow. it. Timing. So they said, I'll stick it on. And uh, they liked it. That's so, amazing. Yeah, so it was this character, Graham, that he first liked. Yeah. And uh, he kind of he kind of wrote my part in extras based on Graham. Yeah, yeah. And then did Brian, and he liked that, and yeah. Perfect. Yeah. See, because the two of you are responsible for two of my favourite characters um, in British comedy, um, in Brian Gittins and in Dan, in, in, oh, in right. him and her. Just a massive fan of both. So, so how did... Dead Gittins come about. And and, 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 and and while we talk about that, um, I'm going to first say that I think my favourite thing on the internet is the recording um, of, of the rap track of, oh, of, really? of, of, of Brian. With, <laughs> I sent it to a few people last night in I, as we were doing this. I was like, I've got to pop that on. In fact, any time I'm having text conversations with a few different mates of mine, if we say something that we agree on, it's right. That's it, mate. Keep it simple. <laughs> exactly, exactly, mate. Exactly, mate. Keep it simple. Yeah. Um, and yeah. yeah, so so how did Gittins as a character come about? And it started off with Angelos as well, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a lot with Angelos. It was way before Angelos. It was um, uh, I sat in my flat in Brighton. And I stuck the video camera on. And I just I don't know why. I was, <laughs> and it was oh, oh god, like this. Yeah, and it sort of came out. And then originally he was. He was one of those guys that goes around festivals sucking shit out of the toilets. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those guys. You're wearing them. <laughs> and, uh, and then he'd come home and get dressed up as a clown and just express himself, <laughs> which is uh, pretty similar Obviously. to my, yeah, my day job at the time. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I made another little short with him. It's kind of like Fred and Rose West documentary. It was just a bit yeah. weird. But I sent that to Ricky and... When you get these little moments where he goes, yeah, that's funny. He goes, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Oh, I'll keep doing it I'll for a bit. I'll develop that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh, I was kind of told to go on the stand-up circuit. I was like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> but I'd always been sort of interested in, yeah. You, you've always struck me as someone who hates doing st- 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 stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I loved it. I'd, 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 I'd seen you. I can't think who it was. I think it was... The first time I saw you was Stephen Merchant was doing a little um, dry run of 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 his first stand up tour, I think. Yeah, and there was it was a Bush Hall, I think. <laughs> yeah. it was you and Chris Addison, yeah. and and Stephen, and I think that was the first time I saw you. And then I saw you a few more times, and then I was doing a spoken word tour and asked if, <clears throat> if you'd yeah. come along, and without. Fail after every one, you'd come off stage and apologise to me, <laughs> which was which was wonderful. But the beauty and 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 or the 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 paradox of creating a character like Brian, who is essentially a bad comedian, that's what he's yeah. meant to be. The yeah. beauty is if you absolutely nail it, you leave the crowd a bit confused and not sure if it was funny or not. But that's when you've that's absolutely that's the perfect reaction. But yeah. that must be a crushing thing as a performer. Yeah. That going out there and the high you're trying to reach is confused indifference and I then mean, you're like yes yeah i've nailed my art i don't know what it i don't know if it's just a safety blanket but yeah. I, 
when it, I, I want it to go down well. Yeah. So that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the main aim. Yeah. But if it doesn't, then it's like, okay, for I fully commit and ruin the whole evening. Yeah. But then it's, it's quite selfish, isn't it? It's the beauty of the fully committing. And it's a weird thing because, um, I've had, had Richard Herring on here and, and been on, on, on Richard's podcast. And the thing with, with Richard is he revels in the awkwardness if a gig isn't going well and really enjoys those awkward moments and I, I don't do. think you do, do no do I you do, do no, you no. I, there's part of me that does and part of me that I hate it yeah <clears throat> because I've ruined someone's evening honestly the... honestly one of my highlights of touring was when we did <laughs> the garage um, and it was is that in Bright and, no in London so it was oh, fuck 700 it out, yeah. I think all standing everyone a bit God. drunk and you'd, you'd had your closer, which is one of my favourite things, where you put masks on. I won't spoil right. it, but everyone's dancing. I've been and doing one, it eight years. And, and, one, <laughs> and one person just wasn't doing anything, and there was just such pain in your voice as you were just stood there screaming as the birdie song plays, just going, just do something, <laughs> just, please, that's anything. Just, that's just me. With, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so beautiful as they weren't reacting. It was the big yeah. finisher that if they do anything, it's hilarious, and yeah. they weren't doing a thing. <laughs> and just seeing you screaming. I, <laughs> I was in tears. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I've got to a point where I'm, you start thinking, fuck me, is that, is that Brian? What's the character here? Where's <laughs> yeah. The, where's the line? Where's the and line? it's slightly uncomfortable now when yeah. I do, but about a year ago I was doing the, just do it, yeah. please. And I got slapped around the face on stage. Oh, really? And I just lost it. And Damn. I totally, you know, you fucking, uh, fuck Satan. <laughs> like, my wife's in the crowd just, oh God. <laughs> so I come off stage. <laughs> Just feeling a bit grubby, and do I want to do this? Yeah, but it's brilliant. I love and I've got it. A gig I tonight, it. so yeah. <laughs> You've got a gig tonight, perfect. Um, and again, not to keep overhyping and going on, but I do recommend people look at um, a lot of the getting stuff on YouTube and that because the, the thing that made me realise I think it's a truly great and observed character was one of the videos I've watched avidly from beginning to end is Brian Gittins just going through the keys on his key ring. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and if something as mundane as that can just be endlessly entertaining, I was like, yeah. that's a character there. That's Because I could watch Partridge do that. And there's, mm. there's certain great characters I'd, go, I'd happily watch them just talk through the keys on their key ring. But <laughs> there's a lot of people I wouldn't happily watch. <laughs> I appreciate so, yeah. that. It's, it's yeah. wonderful stuff. But what is the plan with, with, with live performance? Because you've before you've stopped for a bit... And then the, I think the problem you've got is you've got some people l- 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 like Gervais and others who are massive fans. And I think it seemed like there was yeah. a point that you'd grown tired of it, but other people were really into it, kind of against your against oh. your wish. Like, I, I guess I've got to keep doing this. Then. It's, oh, I don't know. Because I, I, like, I did a gig last week and I, I enjoyed the moment being on stuff. I find it so embarrassing. Yeah. Like standing up there and just basically getting your cock out. And yeah. I just... And uh, I was gigging with Corey, Corey, uh, Kerry Godleman. We were sort of in the green room. She said, once you've been away from it for a period of time, you realise it's a mental illness. Yeah. And it really is. It's yeah. just, why am I getting up here? Why am I doing Why am I at home? When you're touring What's... constantly, it's like, this is what happens. This is how life is. This is work. And yeah. when you step away and come just, back and go, what am I doing? That was a weird thing to do, wasn't yeah. it? That was a weird thing <laughs> to do with, my, with yeah. my Monday evening. Yeah. <laughs> I started picking on a guy with arthritis. Was <laughs> <laughs> that during the gig? Or... <laughs> it was. Was that, was that separate? Not just on the way home? <laughs> just... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. I battle with it. Beautiful. Well, 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 <laughs> well how did, did him and her come about? And, and, and how did kind of moving into acting? Because you'd, 
you were a, 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 a similar one that your stand up that I saw it wasn't a typical stand up. It was no, quite didn't, didn't tend to work. It, no, well, no, but that's <laughs> it. it was quite weird and just it, it, mm. it wasn't like here's a joke. It was like again. Yeah. Similar, it was quite an unusual. It was a performance on stage rather than, or a character yeah. on stage rather yeah. than his Joe with his jokes. Yeah, I, basically, Stefan, who wrote him and her, kind of um, saw me in Edinburgh, I think. Yeah, if I remember rightly. And he said, um, he, he, I knew he'd, he'd, he was writing a sitcom for the BBC, and I, that's all I knew about it. And then I got asked to audition for it, and I'd, I'd done two auditions, yeah, and they hadn't gone well, <laughs> really. like... I'd had to phone my friend Diane Morgan yeah. afterwards and go, look, I've just done this thing, this audition, and it was horrific. And she went, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, that's them. That's, that's what how auditions go. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. I said, I'm not, not going to do that again. It's horrible. And then Stefan's thing came up, and I went in, and, and uh, I sort of did it like quite tragically. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just sort of read the part, and I was like, I'm not going to try and make this funny. Yeah. I just did it really, really sort of tragically, like this kind of this sort of twisted sort of person based on someone. I, I, I basically did a gig two weeks before and this guy came up to me, he was quite a big guy, which yeah. sort of made it quite, which is who I based the character on. He was quite a big guy. Yeah. And uh, he come over and uh, I could sort of see him in my sort of peripheral vision, just sort of stand there. And I, you could tell he wanted to come over and say hello or whatever. And uh, eventually he came over and he went, um, I, thought, I, thought that was, um, I thought that was really good. And then he just turned away as quick as he could because he looked—he was sort of looked like he was waiting for me to go. Oh, fuck off! Yeah, yeah. that's how he sort of yeah, approached yeah, me. Yeah, and it, and then I, I, and because he was—I don't know why—because he was such a big guy, it felt even more sort of tragic. Yeah, and uh, and and then I got chatting to him, and then I nicked his sort of something. Like, his, his mannerisms, but, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and and I, and I just basically sort of based it on him and. And that's always what I had in my head with, with the character. That he's just waiting for someone to tell him to fuck off. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And and then in the audition, that sort of played it. I kind of didn't look up and yeah, sort of looked at my knees all the way through it. And then, um, and I remember afterwards that it was different because they they sort of hadn't hurried me out of the room like yeah. the other two auditions. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah you're like, wow. I was like, oh, okay, this that's is all right. yeah, that's all right. And then they said to me, um, they said to me, uh, I thought I had this sort of seed in my head that it'd gone all right. And they said, oh, what, what else have you acted in? I went, I haven't done anything. <laughs> done nothing at all, nothing. And I was, as I was saying, I was going, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> no, nothing. no, I never acted in anything. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. You don't no. want me, mate. No, yeah, basically. I was, no, nothing at all. And I walked out, I went, oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and then um, never didn't think about it. And then a couple of months later, they sort of said I'd got it. And then afterwards, I'd, I'd found out that um, Stefan had uh, recommended me to the director. Yeah. I know. Had it, he he'd he'd recommended that I'd go to the audition, yeah. and that's who he kind of wanted me to play it. And then the director sort of said, "Oh, it, 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 he'd liked it," and then they they sort of agreed. But I, if I'd known before, I would have been going, "Well, what's he seen me do?" Yeah, yeah. So you'd be thinking of I need to, to yeah recreate, re- recreate that what you saw. Yeah, him, yeah. Um, but luckily, uh, I didn't know that. And then, yeah, that's basically how it came out. But um, yeah, it was it was. I've, I've always uh, been very proud of being allowed to be in that. Yeah, it's, I, th- um, I think it's one of the most. Obviously, it's it's, it's highly praised, but mm. but I think it's one of the most underrated things the BBC yeah. have done. I thought yeah. it was fantastic. It was, it was one that I think the first series started, and I kind of didn't really notice it. I ignored it. I didn't think it'd be my kind of thing. And then my brother recommended it, and then just binge watched. And mm. yeah, just yeah. absolutely so well written, so simple, and so yeah. 
restricted. Stefan's a, isn't Stefan's it? a very uh, clever one. He was he was so young when he wrote the first. He's in his thirties now. Yeah, point out, but he was um, he was like twenty eight. Yeah, and he wrote it on his own. Yeah, and uh, I kind of like people come up to you and they can like can congratulate you for the show, and and I I was go. I always say I'm very proud to be involved. Yeah. But Stefan is the is, is, is the master. Yeah, there. yeah. So it's kind of yeah, such a such a clever guy. But um, again it, it it was and that's great to hear everything you said there of how the character came about because there was something instantly engaging about how Dan was in 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 general a character will walk on and try and have their moment and Dan was kind of the opposite. He'd walk on and try not to, to yeah. make it, try and make as little impact as possible as a character, yeah. but yeah. As, as a human as well. Just be really. Well, yeah, that that was kind of barely on the screen, and that just made it so engaging. You're <laughs> well, like, well, who's yeah, this guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> me and Stefan sort of talked about like in sitcoms, like characters have aims, you know, yeah. like the, the, the objectives, and his was to stay around people yeah. as long as possible <laughs> yeah. which is it like and and so his way of doing that was to try and be invisible <laughs> just try and blend it, just be near, he just wanted to be near people and and there are episodes where you will kind of forget he's there <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He will just pop up again later yeah right. like, i think yeah i think they'd go like 15 minutes and then he'd go ooh, ooh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, that was, and then he'd sort of go, oh, God, no, I might get kicked out now. Oh, no, I've ballsed it up. It's, it's brilliant. And then how good was it to see them develop that character? Because to get a love interest and stuff like that oh, yeah. was, again, that, it must have been great because um, I, I had Michael uh, Soccer on the other week. He was in, in This Is England, a big yeah, human, yeah. actually, which was on around the same time yeah, with Russell, as, yeah. as, as, as him and her. Um, and what I thought, was interesting when I was talking to him or was we realised, which he hadn't particularly realised at the time, but everything he'd done, he'd been cast as like a character for a few episodes and just ended up <laughs> sticking around and growing right, and growing yeah, and growing. Yeah. And, growing. and it, it felt similar to that. It felt like Dan was very much a background character and gro- and gradually it was like yeah, you he- needed him. You were uh, waiting for his points and then yeah. the sadness of his, his aggressive relationship and you were all... I don't know, you became protective of him, which yeah. is great for comedy. And I think Gervais and that are great at doing it as as well and having genuine, really s- subtly, and suddenly you realise you generally care about that character, even if it's a ridiculous character. Yeah. You're suddenly like, well, no, leave him alone. It's funny, like, actually, because when we were doing Rovers, um, I was sort of, um, leading up to it, I was ringing Ricky up to getting advice. And, yeah. And one of the main things he said was... Um, just try and make sure that the audience care about the character. Don't yeah. worry about laughs. No one laughs at a sitcom. You yeah. might just go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got to get them to care. And so that was that was the main, yeah, yeah. That's and, great. Yeah. So did 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 him and her influence your writing on this? Because I said, if you had these great scripts, and I always feel that's the best way to learn how to do. Yeah. Like, rather than get a book that's telling you how to write scripts, read some amazing scripts and go. That's good. Yeah. That's how you write a good script. Did that and and, and similarly with Derek and and work with Gervais and that in general was that a, a similar thing there? Did that influence the well, you process? Break, you sort of break it down, don't you? We kind of you break down what they've done. Yeah. You see, you know, you go to good stuff and you go, how did they do it? Yeah. You know, yeah, how that work? Yeah. Why is that really good? <laughs> do and, that loads. Yeah. Do it loads. Yeah. And Just like, try and place what makes it. Yeah, or, or what's making it connect and what's making it great? Yeah, just pull it apart and yeah, definitely. And, and just just being involved in 
because it's literally the first thing I did, or the only, well, the only things I've done. Um, <laughs> but it was like kind of just being dropped into something so so good, yeah, by chance. Is you know, it's a pretty good sort of it's stock great where you right, go, oh, yeah. right, no, also, I've, you know, you, you pick stuff up, don't you? You've just yeah. been four, four years, it, you know, four, four series. It's, it's, so, it's the beauty of timing on things like that. And similarly, that you'd just sent something and Gervaisen <coughs> that happened to be in the weird. room. And similarly, there, that mm. the first thing you get after you've said, oh, I ain't done anything, yeah. oh, I've done nothing, <laughs> it's like you're suddenly, but you're there because of how you performed it on that day. Yeah. And that was yeah. by chance because you'd met someone. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just crazy, all those things, that then it's like, wow. Because, again, you kind of assume as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a watcher, as an audience member, that, well, this must have been a long road to get to here. It, yeah. Or even you feel, I could never do that. And <laughs> I think it's inspirational. And I don't mean to say this in, if you guys can do it, <laughs> anyone can do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. I do it think it's true, important though. to it have, is, these, have these discussions because it's really, it is true. It's like, yeah. um, well, it wasn't something that you had this, this, this career path and then this no. uh, leg up. It's something that just happened and it worked and clicked. So it kind I was of, driving a van delivering building tools very well, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't that, you weren't that amazing at it. This morning? <laughs> was that this morning or? or <laughs> no, straight. No, I was very good at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I made this little short and suddenly you're getting calls from, you know, I just didn't understand what was happening. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's really bizarre. And I think social media is a great one for this, for, for putting people in touch. It, it's bizarre from the outside to realise how new or how. How much the people that you're enjoying don't know what's going on? Yeah, do you, uh, do you know what I mean, like mm. having a, a seen your stand-up show, I've I've come to see again n- numerous times before I got in touch, and it never. It was only when I was sitting down for ages going, "Oh, hang on, we're playing some quite big uh, venues. I could ask someone I'm a fan of." Do, do, do you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than thinking, you know, oh, here's who has to come along. Do you know what I mean, yeah. it was it, yeah. it was a weird one there. To, yeah. to me, I was like, this is an amazing show. It's unattainable. I was like, oh, hang on, this this could work together yeah. and we can do these things. So yeah. you always have that view from the outside. And I, I, I remember it with um, a, a Sage Francis, who's a musician I've been a fan of for years and years. And then there was a point in our career where we started to get a following and we sent him an email to try and to see if he, he wanted to release our record. And he did. And then you realise, all oh, right, he's just a human as well. Yeah. Who's looking <laughs> at other people going, how are they doing that? Yeah. This is amazing. Whereas yeah. as, if you do you know what I mean? I'm, no, I'm wording definitely. this really appallingly, no, no, but, but there, I, if you're detached from something, you don't realise that this is just regular people who are also going, oh, fucking hell, how did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think there was definitely a point where I went, oh, right, yeah, it's just a bunch of people, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone. No one you go, well, they're, you know, they're not real. Yeah. You know, everyone's just sort of going, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, no one knows no, what they're doing. No, no, no. no one. That, 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 no. That's absolutely the key. Well, look it, at us. Yeah. No one knows us right now. Knows <laughs> yeah. what doing. That was a beautiful thing <laughs> for me on this on 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 this on the TV show I'm doing at the moment. Taboo. When the first a, a teaser tra- a trailers came out, the, the Fox one came out and it said it was a trailer and it said um, coming in 2017. And the BBC one came out and it said coming 2016. And I thought. They don't even fucking know what they're doing. <laughs> and that's Fox and yeah, the BBC, yeah, yeah. and they're as going, oh, when's it come out? When's, yeah, oh, when's yeah. it going to be finished? It's like, I'll put that 17 was on. <laughs> g- genuinely a beautiful thing to go, all right, yeah. well, no one knows no, what they're no, doing, they're really. We're all, all stumbling along. It. Um, yeah. So, how was it to work on Derek? Because that was a really, um, I, I absolutely loved it. It was a hugely risky thing, I think, on, on Ricky's part of portraying 
that character in, in, in such a manner. And I think he nailed it because it was with a warmness and it wasn't a, a, a let's laugh at a, a disabled person. I think it wasn't that at all. It was oh, yeah. more let's laugh at, at Kev and, and, and at, at Carl's character and things yeah. like that. The, the butts of the jokes weren't that person. It was like, I, 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 let's look at the beauty and humanity of Derek and yeah. kind of s- l- laugh at the ugliness of everyone, everyone yeah. else. Yeah, it was it was great. It was um, it's just one of those moments where you you don't you don't know how you got there. Yeah, really, sitting on set with Ricky and Carl and Kerry. Yeah, not so much Brett. I was going to say not so much Brett. <laughs> no, yeah. I just don't rate him. You, it's more it's more. I wonder how he got here. Yeah, <laughs> it's more. It's more. You wonder what who let him in. Yeah, that's um, Brett Goldstein, by the way. Yes, who's um, who's. Who, who you were in Superbob as a as a as a postman? Yes, yes I, believe, I was, I was a three second postman it in Superbob. It was wonderful. I mean, it will warm you to know that I also filmed a three second bit that got cut. So, <laughs> yes. so at least you were a fucking three second postman. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. That's made my morning. But, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, again, it was kind of it was it was another one again that I think Gervais does so well of writing. G- genuine warmth and genuine emotion in there, but the beautiful part in that respect was Kev became the 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 bit that makes you appreciate the genuine warmth and genuine beauty because he was just crass and horrible and yeah. disgusting. And obviously, he stuck that thing on at the end, the scene at the end that hopefully makes you go, "Oh, yeah, yeah, he's broken too." And yeah, yeah. but no, it's great, and there's so much freedom to. Like, I guess the average script length is sort of twenty five, thirty pages, and. Yeah, Derek was coming at fifteen pages, and yeah, it's, might say Kev comes in and does this. What? <laughs> What's that mean? Got to fill four pages. <laughs> <laughs> Come Sorry. on, mate. <laughs> Give me something to work with. <laughs> yeah. We're ten short here. Yeah, See but it was lovely. It was just, it was just a lot of playing, and obviously he's a brilliant audience as well. Because if yeah. you get it right, he'll laugh. You know when you're getting it wrong, so it's just silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, it was great. It was great, and it's just um, he just gave me a ring, and said, "I'm filming this thing called Derek in the autumn. I've got a part. Do you want it?" Ah, yeah. <laughs> but then you start shooting yourself, and you're like, "Oh no, am I gonna ruin his careers? Are easy, aren't they? They just <laughs> yeah. just rings you up, says, "I'm shooting this thing. Do you want it?" Yeah, 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 why not? You're making yourself really hated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. uh, dear. What was... I'll start with Joe on this. Like, growing up, what comedy were you into? And did you always think that you wanted to go into comedy? And was it stand-up or acting or writing? What was the kind of um, motivation? I, 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 football and comedy were the only two things I yeah. cared about, yeah. really. And, and what football team? Uh, I'm a Gillingham fan. Of course you are. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of did help... We were in writing Rovers actually. Yeah, huge amount of disappointments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we, me and David spoke about this. You kind of you watch comedy and you kind of go, oh, "That's great," and you sort of see stand. You know, I, I used to love stand up. I love sitcom. Yeah, and anything. I just I used to just sort of uh, watch anything that was on basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you don't like any normal person doesn't go. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. It's an insane way to think. It's it's, it's mad because they should though. Yeah, that's absolutely. The bit that's yeah. key. That's the bit that's key. Well, yeah. I had um, Ed Scrine on, who's in the Deadpool and was in Ill yeah. Manners, and he had his mantra, which was the most popular part of the podcast, which was just, "Why the fuck not?" 
and, and he's, he's, he says it on everything. Been told, you know, it could have been sort of handy. It was just like told another it. world, though, wasn't yeah. it? When you, yeah, it's like yeah, and that's it's the first time you realise, oh, that's just some bloke yeah. doing yeah. that. I could yeah. do that. It was, um, it'd be it'd be different because I'm different from that bloke, but still, why not? Yeah. But but I I guess I didn't even sort of think I didn't not though. I don't know if I sort of even thought I might want to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like sort of, like, you can't, it's like, like wanting to be a house. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't, I can't, well, I can't <laughs> yeah, be a house. house. It's, not really yeah. com- it's not really comprehensible, is it? Yeah, you, go, oh, you know, I've got, uh, you know, love a couple of windows and, you yeah. know, you, got, you can't, what it's does that mean? Happen, yeah, it? it's not going to happen. So <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to be a house and I'm not going to be anything in comedy. I, you mean, know? I mean, never give up your dreams, but, <laughs> you know, I've still got I've still got a lot in me, and start, I think I could be a house. start at a bungalow. <laughs> yeah. Work your you way up. You never know what's ahead. You never know what's ahead. So I don't think I was sort of like I, I sort of sat there going, "Why can't I do it? Why yeah. can't I do?" It? it was just like I was, you know, I just enjoyed it. And then, I, well, we both both didn't sort of start. We started really late, like yeah. st- stupidly. Like, what is the point, late? Yeah. And uh, and so it took me till I was thirty to sort of go. There was like a stand up. Um, club at a, near where I was living in South yeah. London, and I just went along a lot and watched it. And then a guy who'd run it sort of went, "Oh, do you want to? Do you want to have a go?" And I was like, um, <laughs> "Oh, yeah." And then he sort of booked me in for the. It was like six months away because <laughs> it's such a long wait a list of, to get yeah. get on open spots, and it literally ruined. That year for me, yeah. Because you're thinking just about concerned it. over what you're yeah. going to do, how you're going to do it. And then looking back, it was like seven people in, and I did it, and you know, I threw up and stuff. <laughs> I genuinely threw up, and oh wow. And um, and then you just sort of go, oh, I'll do a bit more of that. But it, it, when I was sort of fifteen, you don't sort of go, oh yeah, I'm going to sort of work towards that. Well, how do you start working towards? There's no because no one in quite a lot of the people that I've met doing sort of stand-up or anything, there, there has been someone in their life yeah. that has inspired yeah. I them. I wanted to be this person yeah, and so on and, and so and forth. But they've actually done it, done something. Do you know what yeah. I mean? In, in entertainment. You know, they've like... They might have a great auntie that was a singer. Yeah. Or something. So they, they, they feel like, oh, right, and it's sort of anyone can do it. Yeah. But if you haven't got... If there's no one in your sort of life... That has ever done anything in that world. You can't see. The you can't route see for that. the route. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't. Where do you begin? I don't. You know, like I know it's now you've done it. You go. All oh, right. Yeah. Just have a look around. And yeah, I, th- I think even in it though, it's a case of stumbling upon the right platform for your particular mm. style or whatever else. And I felt when I really started to notice you and become a big fan was from panel shows. And right. I think, um, I think. Sh- Sean Locke's a great example. I think his stand-up's great, mm. but I think him on panel shows is just amazing. It's just it's it's the perfect format yeah. for his kind of wit and his kind of humour. Yeah, I think it's, it's next level. Yeah. So how was that when you started to get on panel shows and then going down so well, really, that you then became a regular part of of eight out of ten cats? Does well, countdown? I got lucky with that as well, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's all <laughs> basically. You, when you first do them, yeah. no one knows who you are, so there's no goodwill. Yeah. There's none. That's basically. the tough thing. That's what um, a, a Josie Long was saying right. when she's on, is if you're new, the, even from the crowd, they're not prepared yeah. to laugh at you. They're, no, they're, no, they they're going to decide if they're going to laugh. Yeah. If they know you, yeah. they're, they're yeah. ready. Gets, they're like, let's go yeah. on, say something. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. If they don't know you, they're like, who the yeah. fuck is this? Yes, exactly. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so you kind of... I did the first one, and and uh, 
the first thing I said worked. Yeah. And so the rest of the show went all right. That's perfect. Um, but what it was, was only. It? It was about. Come on, mate. Oh, it was, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was gold. Um, I, it was something about. It was about the. Being at house. Yeah, being <laughs> My want of being at house probably wasn't far off somewhere. <laughs> I can't remember. I genuinely can't remember, but it worked. And uh, the rest of the show went all right. Yeah. But I only said I only said four things, basically. Yeah. So I came off and I went, oh, well, I'll never do that again. Like, I was like, well, what a shame. Well, you've done one. You can always say you've done one. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but did all of those four things make it in? Yeah. Because that's where it's weird as well is it's all in the edit is someone could be talking all night yeah, and yeah. get four things in because and... well, John Richardson said to me I was like oh shite I was like yeah. oh well never mind he went no that was good I went oh he said four things he went oh they, they work though and it's only 24 minutes so yeah. you'll anyone ever gets four bits yeah I was like oh really great <laughs> and so uh, I tended to say four bits every time <laughs> and then I'd have a little uh, thumb through a magazine for the rest of it. <laughs> Um, Just sit back and relax. But yeah, to- total luck though. Got my four bits in. Early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves, lads. <laughs> yeah, cardboard cut out of me. <laughs> Looking forward. Um, yeah, and then and then um, yeah. So I got lucky with that, and and because um, I I then went on to do others, and I just saw people having that moment where it didn't work. Yeah. And then the rest of the show was torture for them. Yeah. Who? <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me a bit of pad and paper. <laughs> um, but but not that they were bad or anything it's just that first moment has got to be really good yeah and then they go oh he's funny yeah he's oh, all right. i'm, I'm oh. gonna laugh at him or they go oh he's shite so, so how nice is it now on like uh, 10 cats does does counter for example that you're established and you don't have to have that that moment yeah, of, they, of winning like, them over you get a big a big yeah, yeah. A, a, a big intro every time you it, get your big it bloody helps <laughs> yeah and then you get to but, just yeah but it's like it's like stand-ups and stuff if it kind of, it's a really weird stand-up because it starts off, like most jobs, if you start off as a plumber, you do all the sort of easier plumbing jobs, you yeah. learn and then you get the, with stand-up they go, right, here's this the hardest room yeah. with the worst audience yeah, 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 and yeah. the worst setup, yeah. and, and you're the worst you'll ever be with the worst material, Go and you're like, well, of course that's not going to work. And then, yeah. how, and then how, you how get better, yeah, it's terrible. And then you get better and you go to clubs that are set up better yeah, and the audiences are expecting to laugh because, like, the open spot circuit is full of like disheartened fans, you know, comedy yeah. fans who who go, "No, oh, I think we've gone to the wrong one." Yeah, or, I, think, yeah. I think that's important though, and I think that's key. Like, mm. when I was starting off, I gigged everywhere in the country before I gigged in London or Essex, where I'm from, because I didn't. I want to just have all my mates there going, "It's yeah. brilliant! He's the yeah, best yeah. thing ever!" And you yeah. get that. That, that that false confidence. I yeah. wanted to go out there and go, if they like me, I want them to like me just because of what it is, rather mm. than having any um, yeah. previous a previous connection or commitment to it. And I think that helps. No. Right? And that's what yeah. the comedy scene is is based on, essentially. Everyone seems to start off having horrible, horrible gigs. Mm. Some people continue having them. Regardless of how nice they are. <laughs> no, but yes, do you feel that was kind of, looking back now, as horrible as it must have been at the time, do you feel that kind of, it, yeah. sturdy, it made you a sturdier pair of legs to stand I don't, on? I don't think it's useful. I, honestly, I think there's so many gigs that, looking back, were, were harmful and yeah. are harmful for yeah. new comics yeah. because like you sort of go now you go in the room and you go oh, this is unplayable yeah there's four people it's big 
then no one's looking. It's yeah. in the corner of a pub, and there's people in this room who don't want to be listening to yeah. comedy. Oh, and so, here comes a hen party. Yeah, exactly. And you go, well, it's actually going to just knock your confidence, especially when you're new. Yeah. So I sort of think it's a bit of a myth. Right, they, yeah, no, it's You know, there, there are, you know, you've got to learn to do it, but... <laughs> I don't think it should be horrifying. It shouldn't, it shouldn't you know, be horrendous. You know, I'm sure some brilliant experience. people have stopped because they've, you know, as you say, like Hindu yeah. turned up and, and ruined the evening. And, go, you and you blame yourself. Yeah. You do, you just blame yourself the whole time and then you sort of learn a bit more and you still blame yourself, but there's also other factors of it that are out of your control. Yeah. Um, but that tends to be the open spot circuit. A, particularly early on, I guess. Um, I've, I've mentioned this before, but I always liked, I think it was Stuart Lee that used to, to reassure anyone that wasn't laughing that all his work is funny and he's yeah. been to a lot more comedy gigs than them <laughs> and he can assure them that whether they're enjoying it or not, it is very funny. And th- there must be a-, a level of that in reality as well. If you've gigged a lot, that when you do get them rooms that are just unplayable, y- you can now know, I'm not just shit. I, n- I know this works. Mm. You know, no? It still, it still knocks your confidence. It does still knock your confidence. Weirdly, it does still knock your confidence. Yeah. You know... You know that it might not be your fault, but there's still a bit you go, oh, I am probably shy. <laughs> I should have done better. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, I'm, 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 I'm going to go back to David. Can we talk about Cumbo? Because it's another character that I think is just fantastic. And just from the first one that I saw, it's just so horrifically well observed. Of And, and like describe Cumbo. He's kind of an... He's um, <laughs> he's a cool he's a cool guy. <laughs> he's a cool guy. He's oh god, he's just a lonely guy in his early forties, and um, who's trying to be kind of young and connect. hip, and yeah, yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's it works perfectly. And he's he's he started his web his web series and talking about his life and all the cool things he gets up to and the yeah and 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 the ladies and the nights out and it's just so like you can't watch it and not cringe. But it's so engaging. So yeah, like where does, uh, where do characters in in general come from for you? Is it a case know. of just put the webcam on? He must be a part of me. Yeah, which is really worrying because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I can do him with ease. That's, that was the beauty of seeing that was he's so far from from Gittins to the point that it's unrecognisable. Um, yeah. I remember when I think it was my mate Amy came to one of the ones on our, our tour and saw you outside and was quite disappointed. And there's a compliment coming here. Yeah. Was quite disappointed that you're, a, you know, you're a handsome man. And she was like, and it was, we were like, but Gittins is this yeah. w- weathered, withered, horrible wow. <laughs> beast of a creature. And it's like, well, no, you're, you're a, you're a good looking guy. So it's it weird when Combo was then this, Hey, hey I cool him an hour. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a weird well, combination. I think actually where he came from, I saw this fuck, what's his name? Oh, it's this guy on YouTube, he's amazing. <laughs> oh. Anyway, he would um <laughs> he'd, he's got like two hundred uh, episodes, I have to send you the link. Yeah. But he's uh He's just constantly dancing yeah. and <laughs> singing. And uh, it's so much energy. I was yeah. like, you can't get bored of this. I can watch yeah. this for 10 minutes. Don't yeah. care what he's saying. Yeah. Just want to see more dancing. See sort of moving his ass. and Hive man. Yeah, so uh, that's where he came from, this bloke. So so with Combo and, and with some of the Gittin stuff on YouTube, do you script much of it? Or is it, I've got an idea of what I'm going to do. I know the character. Because because with Combo in particular, it feels like, the more around the houses he goes and the more dragged out it gets to get to his point, the better it is, because that is the nature of it. It's yeah. Of... Well, I did... Uh, the original stuff I didn't 
you know, I just think, okay, he's he's gone to basketball training this week, so let's, yeah. see. <laughs> let's see what he says about that. Of course he has. He's a 40-year-old man. <laughs> of course he's gone to basketball training. Yeah, and they really like me. <laughs> and uh, and then, But the latest stuff, I have tried to make it, yes, yeah, take a bit more time over it. His, his laugh as well, for some reason his laugh it's just gets Cliff me. Richard. <laughs> it's really it's Cliff Richard. Don't slag off Cliff Richard. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yes, so... So, so what is 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 there ever a plan when you start any of these characters? Because Gittins um, became um, a, it was on one of the the Channel Four shorts, like you did a one off Gittins yeah. thing, which yeah. I absolutely loved. And again, it had that same thing of it it wasn't s- cynical and nasty, which it's so easy. I think with stand up and with everything, it's easier to go. Let's just kind of, of, of look down our nose and be be, be cynical and, sh- and shitty. But similar to Derek and other things. It was warm, and there was a warmth to it, and a and a. Oh, Brett and, and I were so aware that he's pretty inaccessible, Gittins, and yeah, we we're kind of like when we're starting, how are we going to present this man? And um, yeah, I so. mean, he's a horrendous man. Well, it, <laughs> thing is, it depends what mood I'm in. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. about if if I'm in a good mood on stage, he's tremendous to yeah, be around. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> then it's all about what mood I'm in. So. Um, no, yeah. So when anyway, when we did Gittins, we were like, okay, let's let's make him accessible, and warm, and yeah, hopefully people will care about him. And we were trying to make the people that come into the the, the taxi, yeah, the freaks. I think we went too far the other way, to be honest. Now I think oh, I could have been a bit of a cunt. You could have been a bit nasty, yeah. But you know, and live, more, live and more evil. Um, with the the stand up shows of 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 Brian, um, mm. what? How much do you? build a set or structure a set and how much because again I've seen you loads of times and seen numerous different variations I don't think there's ever been a time where like that's his current touring oh, really? set if you know oh, what I mean I it feels feel like, like there's always quite a yeah right. there's loads of different things going on is it is it kind of a here's my current set or is it a let's let's get up there and see it's see how these pricks are well what are you doing tonight well I was, <laughs> tonight <laughs> I was texting friend Chris last night going, can you remember any of my jokes? <laughs> he, just sent him out. he just sent, deformed boy. Well, I don't know the set up of that, mate. Right. That's the punchline. And uh, <laughs> he said something about a goose in a box. Yep. Don't know. No idea. But no, I, I mean, I've been running my own night in Brighton. What's been really nice, I haven't written any new material yeah. for about a year, so I've just been getting on stage with nothing. Brilliant. And that's been really good fun. Yeah. So. And how was it doing the game show? That was um, because they were great. That's yeah, where I met them. Paddy yeah, Considine. Yeah, it was yeah. me and Paddy Considine, and I'm a massive fan of Paddy, and of, yeah. he's come on the podcast oh, now and all that. So it was that a good, was great fun. It was a great night. Uh, only reason I agreed to it. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> but again, it was great fun because it's a live game show. I really that enjoyed just, that's. I really enjoyed that. That's probably the most I've enjoyed any kind of live yeah. performance because it was just a gang up there. And, yeah. and uh, I think it was Ben Norris said it was like five of the least likely men who should be yeah. you know, on stage. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. There's no reason for them to be on stage. I really. just loved, and I, I know with stand-ups, it's not, um, it's taboo to, to to say any of their jokes on a podcast or anything, but the end game that you played, I think was the most genius and built genuine tension of just, essentially it was just taller or shorter. And you'd go along the row of people, play and, your, pe- and you'd have to, right. yeah, or play your height right. Then, <laughs> yeah, then play your height exactly, right, higher or lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it it was just absolute because genuinely, it's like, oh, this is a bit of fun. And then by the end, you're like, 
No, on. no, he's definitely shorter. No, no, no. Just a, a bizarrely yeah. engaging and wonderful that gets the whole crowd involved. Yeah. Of No way! Yeah, slightly yeah. nicer end than when you had me up there. Do you remember what you did? <laughs> what was the end yeah. of the The horrible ending you had me doing. You strapped me face to face with Paul McCaffrey, where our little bellies were touching. <laughs> And then you made us, you made us do uh, material, uh, some stand up. Yeah, I wanted to see what their material oh, was, was like, sort of in the cold light of day. <laughs> it was horrible. Just really face Just to like face that. strapped. To Hello, something. everyone. <laughs> yeah, to do the two minutes of stand up strapped to your friend. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrendous. It was genuinely horrible. Um, well, uh, well, we're coming up up to the hour mark, so I'll start to wrap things up. Um, when does a rover's start and, and and what's the process now because you must have been hugely intense to get it together to get it made to be mm. are we heavily involved in the casting and, and stuff like that because yeah, the cast yeah, is amazing everything. as well there's yeah. like some great people in there and yeah so, so you're involved in all elements there yeah yeah, yeah we were really lucky that way oh we? craig's just it's all about the writer and you yeah. know he'll he'll give you his opinions but whatever you want he'll fantastic try and make it happen and the cast yeah. was kind of uh, a combination of people we knew and found very funny and, yeah. and, and uh, some people that Craig recommended oh, yeah. oh, what's the name of the guy that runs the club shop because I've oh, said Mark, Sil- Mark Silcock it's great because yeah. I'd, I'd seen him do stand up a few times oh, yeah. so and then he was I think he was on the game show with you he was, he was yeah, yeah, yeah he was security, security yeah, wasn't yeah. he he did a he's just wonderfully engaged he did a like a self tape and it was Worst audition. <laughs> and we just like the, get him in. Uh, get him in. Uh, he, he he had four <laughs> lines, and he in the four lines he he made thirty one mistakes. <laughs> like he, he, there wasn't a line he read properly, <laughs> but it was the funniest thing. I love it because I saw him. I used to do uh, briefly. I did my club night at the bedroom bar, and upstairs at the bedroom bar was a comedy club. And was the, that the comedy cafe? Was that by yeah, the comedy? Yeah, cafe? I think yeah. so. So uh, that was kind of going on as we started downstairs and then when they finished ready to cover up so, so just i would get to watch whoever was on and he went up and it was exactly that of like what what's this guy doing this <laughs> yeah. is and by the end you're just in in love with him I because know, of how yeah. bad it's gone but how yeah. wonderful it's been as well <laughs> yeah. yeah and just genuinely some great gags in there but also just his general <laughs> manner and demeanor and awkwardness oh, and he's Genuinely didn't seem to give a shit. He no, really he, doesn't. He's the real deal of like not giving a shit. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the proper real deal. Yeah. Like Yeah. I <laughs> like it was <laughs> it's oh, little... I, well, I went up to him, we were just about to do one of the scenes on the first day and I said <laughs> uh, okay, we're about to do your scene, Mark. Right. Have you read it? Uh, <laughs> show we're me. just about to film it, mate. <laughs> you not know, looked at it. Show, show me when he when we when he came in for the uh, <laughs> show me when he came with, for the table read. And we were like, "Hello, Mark. How are you doing?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah." I don't think he knew why he was there at that point. <laughs> and then we gave him a script. He went, oh, who, "Who wrote this?" Yeah, well, we have. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. That's why you're here. I love him. He's amazing. He was yeah. so funny, though, wasn't he? See, so, yeah, but it, it, it must be now that kind of exciting and horrific time if you've mm. done all the work and now it's just it's about to it's about to happen well, we're yeah. kind of aware that 90% of sitcoms flop so yeah. we're prepared yeah, yeah it's but, it's a weird one it's um it's terrifying it's it's really you don't i think when you write it and make it you don't actually let yourself imagine it's going to be on telly yeah. you know you're kind of going well yeah. it won't actually it'll never actually be on telly so don't panic and now it's going to be on telly you're like oh yes so, so what's your like 
uh, when you were writing as well, if as as you just said, if you're aware that ninety percent of sitcoms flop, I think the key to the ones that work is just some great characters. Mm. Um, so, do you focus on getting these great characters, or do you focus on getting? Oh, we need these gags because the gags. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. The the best sitcoms are ones that. Oh, this is a really weird thing, but but ones that went on for a long time, they tend to be, because you get to know the characters, yeah. it's allowed to grow, yeah. it's allowed to develop. Yeah. So it's that weird trade-off of, do we focus on the art of it, or do we focus on on what will get us through to the next round, essentially, to use to use f- football analogies, to, yeah. try and, <laughs> to try and get through to that, yeah. uh, that next round, rather than focus on building a squad... That will yeah. that will keep you going for seasons yeah. and seasons. See, I'm not, yeah. oh, yeah. this is great analogies. Yeah. You're, you're, um, you're welcome, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the characters sort of grow. And yeah. you, you understand them more as you as you write it. Yeah, there was like uh, Steve Spears' character tell we didn't quite nail until the sort of fifth episode, and then you go back and rewrite, you know, rewrite because you go, oh, that's what's that's what's and and so you only by writing it they sort of come alive if you know what i mean yeah. you, you can't really sit there and go oh, i think he's quite funny because he's you sort of you, you, you sort of have a general idea and then you write and you go oh that's what that's yeah. what he's like and so it's quite organic i think yeah. you know yeah. and then hopefully they're they're good uh a good set of characters yeah, that, yeah. That, you know and then you uh, the that jokes sort of come later yeah. yeah so 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 what's ahead? I've still dodged. I, I refuse to, to, to let you answer when it starts. I, <laughs> I asked that and then spoke. So, yeah. so when does it start and where can people uh, watch it? And 24th of May uh, on Sky One, 10 o'clock. Brilliant. Yeah. But I think it yeah. comes out on, what's the play? I, think? What's the, I don't know, Now TV or something? No, no, no. no the, um, uh, you know, like On Demand. I, yeah, On Demand. Right, on Sky, demand. On, Sky On Demand, is that, yep. is that what it's called? Yeah. A week before, so that's Brilliant. the 17th. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. So, so like a, yeah. Uh, it's online. Is it online? It's online. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's, no, but it's, it's, it's on it your Skybox. If your Skybox right. is, is yeah. set up to your your internet, then you can watch it on demand from the seventeenth. But it actually airs live on the. <laughs> <laughs> this is much better. This is, this is how. That's exactly what I meant to say. <laughs> no, that's great. So, so what are your plans? Or when it's airing, are you going to be avoiding the world completely out of nerves? Um, are you going to be watching it together? I've got are, are you gig, going to be I've watching it? You've got a gig. I've got a bloody gig. Look at you, you're the real one that don't I give know. a fuck. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moved on. Oh, is it the premiere tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't make it back. Yeah, I watched it on demand yeah. last week. Yeah, you're having champers on you. Oh, this is horrible. Why do you have to be? My, my missus. We've got a bottle of champagne in the house, which we got given. That's, for that's, our that's, wedding. that's what you should be doing. Well, it's this, nice. It was just. She said, "Oh, we'll have we'll have that champagne and that." And I went, "No, we're not doing that. I'm going to have a breakdown that evening." Yeah. And uh, and I went, "No, no, I can't, I can't, because you know, it's, I just feel you know, it's, there's so many sort of like people might hate it." And she she shouted at me and said, "We're having it because it's been the last two and a half shitting years of my life." Yeah. You just banging on about this one thing. So she wants to have a glass of champagne, and but again, I want to have a breakdown. No, no. <laughs> But that's great because because when you're in the middle of a project and when you've been working on mm. something for so long, it's easy to step or to lose the reality of it. Yeah, that's... and the fact is, 
something that you guys have written. Sorry. You just smashed into the sorry, mic. Sorry, sorry, sorry. In, in my big ending monologue. <laughs> um, no, but the fact is, and I had the exact same thing of a few guys, like when I was coming up um, in, in music, a few of us had gigged together a lot, and it was like Kate Nash and Adele and Jack Pagnate, and all people who've gone on to be far more successful than me, pricks. Um, but... I remember messaging each of them when their albums came out and just saying, just take a minute to go, yeah. you've got a record in HMV. Because yeah. all of them, in the in the process of getting towards their first album, had got so hyped that, that it was like, mm. is it going to be in the top 30? Is it going to be in the top 10? And that's all that mattered. Yeah. But the fact is, regardless of anything else, and again, I love it, so I think it's going to go down a treat, but regardless of anything else, you've got something that you wrote and it's going to be on yeah, TV exactly. and yeah. you're in it as well. It's like, it's a yeah. double, a double yeah. whammy of that's your baby. Yeah. She, and you've she's, created that. She's absolutely right, but I will refuse to. <laughs> but I will and you're right as well. Yeah. Um, but I will have a breakdown. So, so where can people keep up to date with you guys? Are you on social media? Are you, what's the best way to, to see what's going on? We're sort of, we're, we're kind of putting uh, links and trailers and things yeah. on, on Twitter. Yeah. Um, that's the, you've got a um, a Facebook thing, haven't you? Yeah, I'm yep. terrible at uh, <laughs> this. I mean, it's a hell of a campaign from the south. Yeah, we're doing an open top bus round. Uh, David's got square. a Facebook. <laughs> you've got a Facebook, haven't I said, you? Yeah, yeah. I said, what did yeah. I say the other day? I said, uh, Joe's got a Twitter. I said a U. I said a a YouTube the other day. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got me a lot of abuse. I meant I was, something that's on YouTube. I said a YouTube. I was once, I was once in uh, <laughs> a, um, a mate's a wedding in America, and, and they're having a barbecue the day before. And the the his brother-in-law or brother-in-law to be just said, "Have you got YouTube in the UK?" We're like, "Yeah." And he said us about it. He was like, "Right, go home." Google YouTube and then look at. <laughs> he said to Google, Google YouTube and then search for this video. <laughs> Can't I just type in you? No, Can't no. I just go no, Google YouTube? Beautiful misunderstanding. But oh, so yeah, it's well, what is your Twitter? Yours, uh, Gillingham Joe at. Oh no, it's not an at, at, is it? At Gillingham at Joe. Gillingham there we Joe, go. So. We got you. And and are you on at Brian Gittins? At Brian one. Gittins one. one. Don't don't forget the one. Um, <laughs> it won't work otherwise. And then just 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 look it up in general. Or Google Google Google, or Google in Rovers Google isn't going to be any help, is it? No, no. it can, it can God, be how a do you sell stuff. It's hard, yeah, isn't it? I don't know. It's, it's embarrassing. Tough. Yeah. It's I true. mean, if it was a massive hit, then I'd be shouting it from the rooftops. rooftops but yeah, no, but right you're like, meant to do that to make it a massive hit. I think you've yeah. got this a bit confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's genuine, so odd, but thank you for letting us come on and balls no, up your podcast. No problem at all. Thank you very much. And, and what's ahead? Obviously, this has been two years of your lives, just kind of mm-hmm. focusing on this a lot. <laughs> Have you got other things... Yeah, the old HBO thing <laughs> ticking over nicely. Um, no, no, that's but, understandable. <laughs> Again, it can be the fact that you're so, you, you can be so, like, one project, particularly with TV, because it can be so slow moving yeah. to get through all of the stages and all of the processes. Yeah, well, we were just, honestly, it was a dream come true, and we were like... We put all our eggs in that basket. Yeah, yeah. we just wanted to, we didn't want to have any regrets at yeah. the end. And go, no. Well, we tried. <laughs> yeah. We tried, forget it. Yeah, so it's yeah. been, yeah. <laughs> we tried really hard. <laughs> please watch it. <laughs> so needy, but honestly, we're not joking, please watch it. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming on and chatting, and I look forward to everyone thoroughly enjoying Rovers. Oh. Cheers, guys. Thanks Cheers. very much. Thank you. You've been listening to Scroobish Picks.
discretion, please. There we go. What a lovely pair of gentlemen. I was worried it might descend into to just just mockery and lightheartedness as the Brett Goldstein and John Drever one did, which I recommend you check out if you enjoyed this one. And my drunk casts obviously do regularly. Um, but we managed to keep it professional, I think. It was a bit cheeky. There was a few points that we we made some jokes in the room that probably didn't translate without being there. The point where I joked about s- s- some people... N- and never getting over those shit gigs. I looked over at David. Um, that's why we had a bit of a laugh there. And I realised that wouldn't actually translate because you weren't in the room with me, were you? Um, thank you very much for tuning in. I told you I'd maybe tell you the uh, the old uh, the guest for episode 100. But I lied because I'm not going to tell you. But it's obviously going to be very exciting, isn't it, to get to 100? Or maybe it isn't. Maybe I don't give a shit about numbers. You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Episode 100. We've done 100, man. That's crazy. I need to take a moment, actually. I was going to end there. But I need to take a moment to thank you guys for all the support. Obviously, thanks to the sponsors. But, I mean, the sponsors wouldn't keep coming in if you guys didn't support the sponsors, if that makes sense. So... Even if I'm thanking the sponsors, I'm thanking you guys. But the fact is, we've done 100 episodes. I mean, over 100 episodes, if we're honest, because of the parts ones and parts twos and things like that. But 100 episodes, and there's not been a single week where we haven't had an episode. There's there's never been, oh, there's no podcast this week. It's been consistent for this long. And the support has been consistent as well. It's not like we have these big drop-offs. It's like every week we're now getting over 100,000 downloads um, a week, and you guys just support and support, and spread the word as well. That's the beautiful thing is seeing on my Twitter, the amount of people just, yeah, just supporting and tweeting constantly. The Kathy Burke one recently, man, that has been lighting up my Twitter for weeks now. Um, And again, that's all you guys. I was really, I've been crazy busy these last few weeks uh, filming, so I've not been able to push the podcasts as much as I normally would I guess but you guys have been doing it for me just huge reactions huge responses and word of mouth you've always been great at spreading the word pushing it out there if there's a podcast that, that, that you're excited about you seem excited to tell other people about it which is a beautiful thing so thank you very much for that um and it's grown into an, a, a network man we've got Tuesday Night Jaw we, uh, we've got Stop and Search um which is the amazing um drug law and policy panel live panel podcast with jason reed of leap uk and we've got say why to drugs with dr susie gage which i've mentioned a lot but i genuinely think is gonna be a, a of great importance i think these are important podcasts that will be saved and can be be used as reference because it's not pro-drugs it's not anti-drugs it's pro-truth and anti-bullshit on the little sting i say it differently i say pro-truth and anti-myth but i didn't want to offend people but fact is it's pro-truth and anti-bullshit so that's true thank you very much for tuning in i've rambled a little bit at the end here but i'm genuinely amazed that we've got to 100 shows and you guys just still keep keep killing it for us check out rovers um on sky one written and starring david l and joe wilkinson it's well worth your time thank you all for tuning in i'll see you next week 100 baby